Hey everybody, this is Tim Schroes of Gothridge Manor. It's a, I guess it's another after dark oh, no. manor. Yes, it is. Uh oh. Uh, dun dun dun. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any bow chicka wow wows. I'm too tired. <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. No, there's le- there's there's a le- lot more bow and less chicka wow wows. <laughs> That's a good title. Let's check a wow wows. Maybe I'll go with that. that actually, is a good one. I just have to figure out how to spell that. Um, so, oh, so tonight, anyways, I got Ivy joining me again. I'm gonna do an unboxing. Um, don't look at that. You're peeking. It's not a a peeking. It's it's an unboxing. Well, or an unenveloping in this case, or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, um, player my game and and uh, someone I've talked about before, Jeffrey Jones has uh delivered on his kickstarter call Woo-hoo! yes good for him unlike me um you gotta get your shit together man i know <laughs> <laughs> mark off a day i don't you know anyways but yeah so he completed it i'm gonna give you his information just in case if you missed his uh kickstarter if you want to buy a batch it's very hard to get information from Jeff. I had to put him in a headlock before he would give me a way to have people contact him, but he did. It's a virtual headlock, but here we go. So now the interesting thing about Jeff's is it wasn't just for one zine. I should start off with, yeah, it was for Zine Quest 3. Uh, uh, and then, um, I know. <laughs> I'm tired, guys. All right, but it's, he, he produced three zines, and I just opened them up called Scoundrels. And Jeff, my goodness, did, couldn't you find a bigger bag to put them in? My God. Remember when your mom, when I had my little outfit, your mom put it in, like, the giant Ziploc bag? Giantess? Giantess. <laughs> I have no the idea. The most giant bag in the history of ever. I don't even remember. It was really big. What it was, was like it? the size of a pillow. My outfit, she put Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, so Jeff puts like oh, probably a quarter acre of cellophane around his his bags. It is a lot. It is a lot. That's okay. It protects him. The zines yeah, came in really yeah, good condition. He mailed it in a really nice uh, mailer and everything, so no damage to the zines, unlike Amazon, as you guys well know. Um, so he's broken it down into three different uh, zines scoundrels the first one is making your game criminal the second one is oh no denizens is the first one crimes is the second one and then rules is the third one and it was funny because i was talking to jeff and he he didn't think all people people would buy all three of them he thought they'd just buy one and i'm the first one uh, yeah denizens and I'm like, see, this apparently is, he's never met any gamers before. See, this is what I do like. I was telling you this. Black, white, and the color. That's my favorite. Black, white, yeah. That's well, my Well, that favorite. was kind of like the, the so-called, and I'm using air quotes, rules of Zine Quest. You were supposed to do black and white and then one color. Now, people people did all sorts of colors and, you know, and I and it's funny because Kickstarter at the time was very – inconsistent with their application of their rules because some people they wouldn't allow to be registered as zine quest while other people did the same damn thing and they were able to do it so that's weird. it is weird i mean yeah so but i'm not gonna yell at them while i'm running a campaign that's a good yeah. picture. 
Yeah, who's the artwork by? So the writing's by Jeff Jones, layout Jeff, cover art by Lauren Bryce, interior art by LPGA Designs. Okay, and that's Lewis Porter. Uh, and then fonts used were things I can't pronounce, but they're very readable in a lot of ways. So what do you think as you're looking at it? I like the picture. It? I like the picture. It feels sturdy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice zine. It's it's well well constructed. I think he <coughs> excuse me guys, still fighting off that sinus infection. Um I uh, he got these printed on um what's it called? Um, the one that you want to do? Yeah. Okay. I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, because that black right here on his table, on your table of contents, Jeff, this would kill your printer. Oh my gosh, yeah. But yeah. it looks good professionally done. No, it looks really good. I can't think of the name of the place now. Oh, let me look. I got it saved right here. <laughs> <laughs> I We're feel like I should have weird. like waiting music, like elevator music. Da, na, 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 that's na, na. Well, that's waiting music. Oh. That's the waiting music. Oh that yeah, that is. is you're right. the that waiting is music. The if you're gonna do waiting that music, is the waiting music. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you. I could say Bon Jovi songs are the waiting music because I'm waiting for them to be over. But oh, uh, <laughs> it's so nasty. But I'm Tico, <laughs> Tico in the house. That's right. Uh, Colin will get a chuckle out of that one. Yeah, there we go. Uh, now I can't find it. Boneyard. Wait, is it is it back here? Does it say where it was printed? I don't see it on the front. Oh, mix them. <coughs> mix them. That's right. So, yeah. what do you think? I can't see the zine because Ivy's. Okay, well, then I'll take the other okay. one. I'll take the You're going to take this one? You're going to take, take number two. Here, here's a number two for you. Thank you. Take it for what it is. Whatever. You take the Whatever. Oh, so he's got some artwork on the inside cover, too, which is kind of oh, nice. Yeah. Very, uh, it, it just, it kind of city streets, very abstract, very cool. Love, I, I do enjoy that. That's really nice. The beginning, you liking the feel of it? Well, I have oily fingers, so it's very slippery on my fingers. Yeah, she excretes. I do. It's yeah. just it's all over everything. I can't help. I she borrows why. my phone and it looks like somebody ate a pizza on I it. I don't understand. It's all, no matter even if my hands are clean. So this is very slippery for my fingers. I don't think she understands what clean is, gentlemen. Yes, I do. I'm just so mm -hmm. bad. you tell? Yeah, my phone tells a different story. It screams every time. Look at what she did to me. Look at what she did to me. Let's see. Uh, scoundrels, when they kick at your front door... How how you gonna come? With your hands on your head or the trigger on your gun? Guns of Brixton, the clash. There you go. I like that. Um, looks like he's thanks B2, John Harper, the Kickstarters backers, Casey Stephen Ross. What did he do? Oh, look at this picture. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's the guy's getting riddled with bullets and his head blew up. Yeah, but look at the black and white. I know. Looks so nice. Yeah, these are true black and white um, pictures. There's definitely no gray skin. Oh, look at this one. Oh, you take that. That's a good punch. It's a southpaw. Is it? Yeah, it's a left hand yep. going through. He's married, too. Must be Jeff. <laughs> no. That's Jeff right there. The dropping, detail. dropping crooks left and right because we know what he does. Oh, yeah, it's a crook. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's good. He's he's a superhero at night. Uh, what's my superhero? You're flashlight man. I'm flashlight man. 
Guess what my superpower is? He makes people lightheaded. I make people lightheaded. <laughs> That's right. Not the kind of after-hour show. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely <laughs> different from the, the, the bow chicka wow wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely um, heavy on the the you know some some text and some rules in here. Um, this is not a D twenty system. This is uh, something different. He's got some. Uh, uh, examples of some NPCs in here. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. He's got factories, three different MP for the vats, the power substation, the boneyard. We'll say, so to give you an example, guys, the boneyard has this uh, NPC called Kim dominating and an enigmatic, um, a successful and aggressive picker who often receives leeway from other pickers. Taking the most lucrative salvage, Kim aggressively lays claim to odd antique technology bearing little obvious value or purpose. So, yeah, it's some good stuff in here. All right. What do you think about that one, too? I think it looks good. I think it's laid out well. Yeah. Now, this first one here, oh, it's got a nice uh, random table in the back for NPC traits. Um, so the first book is basically, wow, it's got a long, I mean, so it's a 2d6, but you use the, you know, so what is that? What's that? A random table? Yeah. All right. Um, so you can, you roll up here. Let me get my d6s. I kind of will illustrate. You guys will just have to pretend that you're actually seeing this at home. (laughs) So. Pretend this is a video. Yes. Pretend this is a video. Pretend this is a video. All right. So you pick which um, adjective that you're going to go with for, for this one. These are the names and everything. These are the adjectives. So right up here. So first you want to know which column you're going in. So you use, you're going to use the fifth column. And then each one of these, is, see how it's like one or 11 through 66. So what you do is you roll one. So that's a one. How did you know what you just rolled five and I told you what column first? That because the five's up here. Okay. And then we're going on this this side over here. So a one and a six. So you go to one and a six right there. Go over to five. Uh, Suraj, Sir Serge. What does that mean? That's the name. That's your name of your character. Yeah, or the NPC that you're making up. And then these adjectives over here are. Um, ways you can help fill out. So Surge is, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but that's what I'm calling, is caring, adventurous, and savage. Nice. What does that mean? That means those are the traits that the NPC, you you know, that you're rolling. So, I mean, you can... You know, that's how you role play them or talk about What's it. What's an NPC? Play. Non-player character. But then I don't understand the difference between the character that you are and then a non-player character. Non-player character is who the GM or DM is using. Oh. Like like tonight when I was role playing with them, I don't have a character. I'm running a game. So everybody else pretty much that's in the game that's a person or somebody I'm role playing is an NPC. Oh. And these personality traits help me role play them. Oh. So Jeff's got a nice little... Uh, set of tables for that he's got quite a few actually in the back which is nice and he definitely went out of his way to make sure they were not just all old english names he's he's got a a lot of different cultural names uh worked in here so which is always good for especially for a modern game you know we we tend to 
definitely get Anglophile Western European for fantasy stuff. So when you're doing more of a maybe a, a modern or even a <coughs> slightly futuristic one, it's nice to have that that uh, diversity and everything, even in your other games, but especially in that. But let's see the replacements. What is this stuff here? Law seeing themselves. Oh, these are groups. These are little gangs and stuff like that. So the like the ju uh, the justified are fraud, drug trafficking, and extortion is what they do. And then they got different tiers. So he's put a lot of thought in this. I really like it actually. Um, oh, here we go. So the tiers mean how many people are within the faction. So a tier four means they have like 80 some people. Zero tier, six people. One tier, 10. Two tier, 20. Three tier, 40. Four, and then if you're tier five, then you get 160. So you must be running a lot. Cool. Let me see the one you just had. Can I see the other one? Yeah. Um, no, all right. If you see something drip out, just let me know. Oh, God. Uh, now you're glad it's not on video, huh? Um, so this is book two. This is the one about crimes. Um, running in running games involving crimes is fun. Yeah, see now now we know where Jeff gets it from. Many of our favorite movies, TV shows, and comics center center around themes of heists, robberies, gangs, bootlegging. Sometimes the protagonists are criminals trying to climb the ladder of wealth and power. Other times they are Robin Hoods. No, nobly fighting injustices through their own criminal acts. When you want to run uh, games with a criminal focus, Scoundrels supplies solid tools that support the, this kind of play. How's it smell? I see you keep smelling. I, I can't. Sorry, I smell things. No, does it smell bad? Does it smell like ink? I didn't smell much, Con. Uh, I do up. smell a little bit. No, I, no, I can still smell stuff. Yeah. Scoundrels remember where I work. <laughs> Sometimes I smell too much. Um, Scoundrels supply solid tools that support this kind of play for running sandbox, sandbox adventures, initiating side quests, and fleshing out existing adventures. Scoundrel helps you. So that's what's the cool thing. I don't think Jeff sold himself well enough for this because this isn't just like rule books. This is actually a toolbox, guys, for how to run a criminal kind of campaign and i think that's fantastic because i don't know of any other anybody else that's you know actually done it and especially in the concise manner that he's done i know there's there's systems built for that but i mean having a toolbox to do it so you can fit it in your own game is is uh definitely worth its weight in gold with that one it's got a nice selection here in the back for complications let's see well, so how well i'm gonna so tell him it's still available for sale he, well, Jeff was hemming and hawing on that, but he does have extra ones than that. So, I, yeah, I know. I was like, you can sell one. more. Yeah, I know. He's like, his, his like pucker shrunk up when I asked him for crying out loud. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I said, Jeff. Yeah. All right. So, one of the complications is the patron hires the players for a job, but leaves out important details. The, the patron is actually using the characters to complete a goal other than what is communicated. So that's, yeah. So that's the kind of good stuff you're getting from Jeff here. And I know he went through, um, I think two different editors to make sure everything got the way he wanted. So let me see the last one. Quick. <coughs> All right. And here's, Oh, here, the last one is the rules here and it's the smallest one of the group. It's only, um, 
Oh, he's got a little crew sheet. It's 24 pages. This is, and, and, I, and again, these, these zines are very sturdy and, and made of uh, um, some heavy stock there. So, yeah, and the, the pictures on these things are pretty brutal. They're kind of they're kind of good. Uh, his system it looks like it's pretty simple. I don't think to, I think it's yeah it's D six dice pool mechanic. Um, so most of you out there know what what that in um, takes. I think he's got a few advantage disadvantages for that fortune roll. So I guess he has a luck mechanic. Then you got your crew, and he has a whole sheet for a crew. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I'd have to read it more in depth to kind of, um, figure that out. And then he also has like a, a heat meter, which I like. So, um, yeah. basically you're bringing the heat on yourself, uh, like the cops attention or oh. maybe possibly a, a rival gang on in, in that. Yeah. Here he's got, uh, different things that, um, they could possibly be so so i have to say jeff did an amazing job um he's very humble and probably won't say that himself uh but you did jeff it you looks did. wonderful yeah you did. i love the color scheme yeah he's got a, it's really really nice i'm really glad i backed it even if i didn't know jeff i mean these books are um it's funny because right now i'm running jeff through a a campaign where they're the group is kind of a kind of a underground criminal group that's but trying to more Robin Hoodish than, you know, evil. So I might have to use his own books against oh, him. Oh, you should definitely do that. Oh, I'm oh going to have to. No, I like it because there's a lot in here I can already see I can use in the campaign I'm running and that. So thank you, Jeff, for the zines. Definitely well worth the money. Now, let me tell you guys where you can get it. Please buy these from Jeff, even if it's just to annoy him. Um, because that makes me happy. Um, he, where he wants you to contact him is on Twitter. I don't know why Twitter. That's just him, I guess. But anyways, he's at I underscore M underscore Jeffrey. And Jeffrey with a traditional Jeffrey. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. I like that. I am Jeffrey. I think I'm going to do that. I am Whisk. You are whisk. Yeah, I like that. What happened to the happy then? I have that too. I never use my Twitter account anyway. Yeah. I don't even know what my. I use it, but it doesn't do any good. It just kind of sits there, and and then people send me stuff, and I can't figure out what they sent me. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's like it's like they they retweeted or they or they responded, and then I go to read it, and it's like all it has is hashtags and um, things that don't make words. So I, don't yeah, I don't but know. you can contact him and buy it. Yeah. Tell, you know, tell Jeff, you know, I sent you definitely let him know that that way he can, you know, get, get bugged, bugged by it and everything. But no, he, he sends out his um, mailers are nice. You're going to get them in good condition. They're very sturdy. Yeah, very and they, sturdy. yeah. And Jeff is a very good guy to, to buy from. So again, at I underscore M underscore Jeffrey on Twitter. 
ping them if you're interested in getting them and then check out. And then if you want to kind of see what it's more about, uh, go on Kickstarter and search scoundrels and you'll be able to find his Kickstarter from Zine Quest 3. I can put that link in my show notes if I remember. I'm not going to do it right now. All right. Ivy is going to put the link in show notes so you can, and do any of you actually ever read show notes? Really? I, I read them. Again, do any of you out there I actually? I read them. I read them. How come you don't read them? I think you're making my point. I don't, I might do that just to bug you. So that's my, my, my quest for the night, but no. All right, that's it, guys. Thanks for hanging out for us on uh, the Manor After Dark. We almost need theme music for it. Yeah, After Dark music. Huh? After Dark music. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> You're going to make them wait while you... Yeah, do yeah. Don't close the page. I'm not going to close the page. Yeah, I know I did that last time. What do we need? We need... We'll probably have a commercial. But... No, 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 no. Dark. You're waiting, music. No, we're doing dark theme music. I know, we have to wait and ooh, what's that? That's what we're going to find out. Let's see. Oh, of course, it's a freaking commercial. And I think you have your headphones still attached, yeah? No. I'll go to my So skip ads. All right. This is probably going to be bad. Manor after dark. See, it even gives me the voice. Does. Yeah. You all of a sudden have a scary voice. I got a scary voice now. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Probably can't even hear me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Well, I stopped the scary music. Now you can roll. Uh, roll better than me. There. Bye.